2: Log Talk Radio. Don't understand You always give to others But no one will lend a helping hand I've been there before Where you at don't think that you're by yourself Sometimes you gotta let it all out Don't leave your feelings on And welcome to the woman Cat. We're
0: all with Ms. Tatina and Ms. Tamper, Sinclair. Claire Tonight we will be discussing fighting temptation I'm going to get Ms. Camera on the line now hey, how are you? Good evening, good evening I am doing well I'm Trying to get my phone to act right It's not charge, but I'm good How are you this evening? I'm okay. I almost got discouraged today.
2: You almost got what? I said I'm all right. I
0: almost got discouraged today. Oh no, no! What's going on? <laughs> Had a little difficulty, like uh, with my tablet charging for the um, for the uh, you know to maintain the studio. So I'm I'm working I'm working with that right now, but. And it just seemed like when I was trying to post the link earlier, when I was trying to post the link earlier today, I was just having a problem with it popping up where, you know, you could just press play and come into the show. So I think we probably talking about it. We probably got to listen. Uh, we must be. Must be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. So talk to me. Tell me what, talk to me about temptation. What, what, you, what you got for me tonight? Oh, goodness. temptation. I... I went all kind of ways with this, and I prayed about it to kind of get some direction on what it is that God wanted
1: us to discuss uh,
0: when it comes Mm -hmm. to temptation. Um, And I came up with resisting temptation and enduring um, temptation. Um, Okay. Kind of do some things out there, like, um, you know, just so people understand that temptations are real, um, sin is real The battle against self is very real We battle against spirituality and flesh all the time um, But just to remind people that God is real um, And through him Absolutely. Um, We are able to overcome Whatever temptations that brew inside of us That come to us Or that's just sitting out there waiting to to take us down um, The enemy is trying to be clever And the things that he do But I have always remembered my grandmama saying The devil doesn't have new tricks he used the same old thing, just different way. Um, Absolutely. So when enduring temptation, we just have to remember that um, at the end of the day, God um, Israel, real. Our faith in him should be um, as strong as possible. Um, we all are tempted. We all fall into temptation. Um, So anyone that says that they're not tempted or that uh, it's easy to resist temptation is not. Resisting temptation was another thing um, that I came up with. But then God came right back and said, even with being tempted, he always provides us a way out. Um, 1 Corinthians 10 and 13 says, God will not let you be tempted beyond whatever you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can stand up under it. Um, so I remember that. I go back to the Garden of Eden with Eve and that apple. <laughs> and Dog on start Serpent tricked her. But, you know, again, she fell is a temptation because she figured the apple was good. And this is, good, this is a good apple. So let me take it to my man so he can taste it. Um, this one of those kind of, um, people um, that with temptation, there are so many different avenues and the variables to temptation, but resisting temptation is key and enduring when you're in that state of temptation is going to be very important um as well there's there's many different ways for us to look at it and go through it, and we'll talk about that tonight um on how to how to conduct ourselves in that manner. Well, I like that I know when i uh I know when I wanted to pray about the situation, I came up with uh the strategies to fight for temptation, because Mm -hmm. just like you said, um, just like you said, we encounter temptation, and then while we're in a situation, we have to kind of endure. But a lot of people are in situations, and they don't know how to fight it. Like, they don't know how Mm -hmm. to overcome it. So Mm -hmm. he, when when I meditated and prayed on it, I was open to, I was open to, Giving strategies of how to fight because I think people don't understand that um, it's not so much that you that you um, that you endure temptation or that you go that you go through it is that there is a there is a winning strategy for victory. Yes, it is, and it is a it there is a winning strategy for victory no matter what the situation is because I think some people get discouraged because. Of what they're going through, it may be a situation with like abandonment. It could be a situation with adultery. It could be a situation with fornication, homosexuality. It, it, like you said, there's so many, so many things. And he don't, like you said, he don't come. He don't, he don't use different things. He comes. It's the same old trick. Just yep. a different, just a different, just a different way of getting you entangled into bondage, and that most people don't know that you you do have to pray and they, and people think like prayer does you know prayer doesn't work i'm just talking into the thin air but it's not so much a prayer It's you have to you have to believe when you, when you're saying it and that there is power in confessing the scripture because there is a you know and it's backed up in Matthew when um when Jesus was tempted by Satan and yes. Satan was like, you know, if you if you uh, bow down to me, uh, or you know, you hungry, why don't you turn this into bread? And each time he presented him with a temptation, because he was fasting those forty days and forty nights, because he was fasting, that Jesus used the most powerful method that he put the word on the problem. Yes, and I'm, people yes, don't know. Yes. It. You know what I'm saying? He put the, he sick the word on Satan. He strictly told him, it is written that men cannot live off bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Like he kept telling him, it is written, it is written. And for every situation that we have in our life, situation that we encounter, there are scriptures that counter attack the attack. I agree. And, and that's most one people of my... don't. No, nope. go ahead. I said that was one of my points no, that I wrote that down. That knowledge of His yeah, word for the first and best defense against temptation. So knowing God's word yeah. is our best defense. Yes, it 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 definitely reading our and and the truth is you find a lot of people go to church. And they are, um, they listen to, they just strictly listen to the pastor. Or you have a lot of people who go to church, they just looking for the prophet to speak into them, to tell them this, tell them that, you know, almost like treat the prophet like a fortune teller or a psychic or so. But like you are responsible, you are responsible for your own, um, you are responsible for your salvation. You are responsible for your relationship with, with Christ, not with, with Christ and God, and even with the Holy Spirit, you—you you, that's your responsibility as a believer to get in your word and read your word, because that is like when you get when you put on the whole armor when it tells you to put on the whole armor. Each one of those things is part of your Christian life. It's part of your walk that you have to know and understand. And it says that the that the word of God is the sword of the Spirit. It says it's the sword, so that means it cuts things off, and people don't really under and. What I find is a lot of people that don't read their Bible, and it's a lot of people that don't pray or don't know how to pray. So when you find yourself in temptation, that's how it can overtake you. Yes. Um, Psalms 119 and 11 says, By word have mm-hmm. I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Um, so the Absolutely. word is our biggest defense. And like you said, prayer. Prayer is the other thing that we need um, in order to help us uh Jesus turned to prayer to resist temptation as well uh, when he was tempted. So um, having his word and the knowledge of his word and having a prayer life is definitely going to help us um, resist temptation. For those now, for those that may not have either, don't have a prayer life, maybe like they want, really don't know the word um, like they should, and they they come up on temptation or temptation comes before them or you know, they're put in situations to where they don't know what to do, um, I encourage those individuals, you don't even have to know the world, just pick up and start reading and read it out loud. I guarantee you that if the devil is involved, he will flee. Um, prayer, again, is not about a certain, there's no certain method or, or a certain um, protocol of prayer. Just prayer, talk to God about what it is that you're you're feeling, what it you is that's it. up against you, what it is that you're being tempted uh, with asking him to help and clear um, that mind, move it out of your way, rebuke it, whatever it, is, it may be. So everybody don't have the word, knowledge of the word. So even if without having the knowledge of the word, just pick up the word and read. Everybody doesn't have a prayer life. Even without having a prayer life, you are still able to resist temptation or help fight it. Just talk. Talk to God about, Lord, I don't want to smoke. Remove that taste from my mind. I mean, there's so many different things. Remove me from this situation. So there there's ways to resist temptation and endure temptation and fight temptation, even if you're not 100% grounded in the Lord. And I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you just a little bit. Just a little bit, because I agree with everything you said. But when you said there was like I don't want you know some some of our listeners are new believers and we got some seasoned saints, and for the new believers and even the seasoned saints, because some of us don't know how to pray, there is a proper way to pray. There yeah. is, and you said what? I said, oh, oh, yeah, there is a there is a proper way to pray. pray but people seem to think that they're not heard if they're not praying a certain kind of way. And I mean, like you said, seasoned saints, they know how to go before the Lord, lay out before the Lord, go to the altar. Um, For those people that don't know how to do that, I'm just simply saying have a conversation with God. Yeah, I mean, in in having a conversation, but I'm going to say it like this, people don't, you know, people don't talk to people they don't know. Like you said, just pick up the Bible and start reading. But at the same time, you have you know, in order for you to have a conversation with God, you know, depending on your situation, you have to believe that He is the solver of that, knowing that He is all seeing, all knowing, all powerful. And that's why I don't want anyone to get lost in it where like if you are going to God for healing, you have yes. to let Him know that you you know, it's called a you know it's four parts of it. it's Four parts to effective prayer. So I don't I don't want to throw anybody off, but in your prayers you should include like an adoration where like again if you're going to God for healing you have to acknowledge Him as God. You are my healer. You know you are my comforter. You are my refuge. You are my fortress. Acknowledge Him. That gets His attention. And then you you know of course you tell Him you know you want to be thankful that time out listening to me, because you know I don't know what to pray. You know, like you saying, like, you have a conversation, but you have to tell him what you're, you're... You don't just go to him and say, I want you to do this. You have to acknowledge who he is. You have to, you know, be thankful, and you have to tell him what it is that you want. And then you have to put a, you know, just as we said before with temptation, mm-hmm. you gotta put a scripture on it. You have to put the word on the situation. You have to say it. You have to say... You have to say the scripture that applies to your situation because what you say out of your mouth, you now possess. What you say, you now possess that. So we, when we're having this conversation, like we want him to fix something, like we kind of got to show him that, you know, a little bit, we kind of got to show him that we did our homework. And that's for even some of the season saints too. You, You do have to show him that you did your homework. Because a lot of us, we just go to God and we, we just go to God and we just start talking. Like, Lord, I need you to fix this. Or, Lord, take this taste out of my mouth. Lord, help me with this. Help me with that. No, okay. Why do He need to help you with that? What what? Only thing that God the truly only thing God responds to is His Word. That's why when you say as a believer, like you haven't read or you don't have a relationship with Him, just pick up your Bible and start reading. That's helpful to you. You have to put the, you know, you have to put the word on your situation, and that's why I said I want to disagree with you a little bit because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to throw people off of the power of the power of prayer because we we could confess we we the power of prayer and confession that there is a right way to pray to get your to get your situation handled because most people most people cause most people think they just most people don't think God hear them and they talking into thin air because it's like yeah you do start having a conversation you know you do start having a conversation and and in, and in the beginning it starts off like that but if if you have people that are there to teach you strategies to fight temptation listen to listen to the correct strategy listen to the strategy right and i guess i'm speaking more to the people that just don't know if if i don't know for, That's for, true. Uh, for those for those that are seasoned yes we know we know that there are there's no, a protocol we to prayer. no we don't no we don't no we well, don't all of us just if, we, if we we're know taught, we don't if we're taught <laughs> let me correct that if we're taught the proper way to pray then we know the protocols of prayer but if i'm if i come to you tina and i'm i don't know nothing about prayer i don't know anything right about the word and i'm dealing with some things i have enough sense to know that there is a higher being god is a higher being right. i've been told by people that, you know god is a healer god is a fixer he's a provider etc and i just don't know which way to go that's why i said um don't get caught up in the beginning maybe i should have said that don't get caught up in the protocol of prayer, but have a conversation with God. Because as you grow, all of that comes. You'll be, you'll learn Mm -hmm. how to add the word. You'll learn um, how to put, you know, attribution to it. You'll learn all of that. But if I'm brand new to it, I'm going to pick up, just pick up the Bible and start reading. You know, they have so many different resources that you can use on how to read the Bible in a year or how to read the Bible. You know, you might, you could type in, how to resist this? Or um, Bible verses on love. Bible verses on fornication. I mean, there's resources people can use if they really want to use it. But if I'm brand new into into my into my relationship with God, same, and I just right. don't know what to do, I would tell anybody that's in that position just pick the book up. If you are if you have enough knowledge of Him to know that's who you should go to. As you grow and as you pray, God's gonna give you. He's gonna put people in your path that's going to help Absolutely. you take it to that
1: next level.
0: Yeah, and I, I say, and and I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm, I'm being, uh, I'm being hard tonight. I think I'm being hard, and I, and and we, I think we, we on the same page, but I'm being hard because I think that's why a lot of, a lot of people fall into error, and a lot of people. Can't get out of temptation because that's not instilled early. That you know that's not instilled early. Like when okay. you when you join, you know, because we we now we, we cause all of our shows like you we talk all of our shows tie in together. And you said yeah. that, like, when we talked about, you talked about church, church where there's, like, no follow-up, and that people need to be assigned people. Like, you know, after you after you join and, and, and you get, you know, you talk, you meet up with the person, you have a prayer partner, this and that, like, one of the first things that you should be taught is how to pray. Because Amen. When you came
1: nine,
0: <laughs> amen. when you came and joined, nine times out of ten, you came and joined because of some type of issue in your life some type and you don't, you know everything don't have everything don't have to be super extreme, but you came for some type of issue in your life and so as you as you came to him, knowing that he can fix it all like that's that, that every person's responsibility is the first thing we're gonna get you to under, you know first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna get you baptized we we're gonna get you bath, water baptized we're gonna we gonna work on the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but one of the key things that we've got to teach you how to do we got to teach you how to pray. That's because that is the essential. Every saint should know how to pray. So I, I'm saying that I'm being hard because of one of the reasons why people leave and people get hurt and people, um, you know, we can't bridge the gap with you. We can't do a lot of things because those are the things that we're not teaching. So it's kind of like agree. every. Some, somebody is sitting, you know, somebody is sitting in there, la 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 la. But as soon as they leave, you know, they just at ch- they just at church. And then when they leave, they still have a crack addiction. They still cheating on their wife, or they cheating on their husband. They still stealing money from their job. They still drinking. They still smoking. They still stealing money. You know, whatever. They, that 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 error in their life is still there because they don't know. Like they don't know like what to do. They don't know what to do. And like you said, yeah, you got to pick up the Bible, but you know, you got the King James Version is this, this, sell this, this. You know, it's like you know. You have to, you have to attend. You know, you're gonna have to attend. you gonna have to attend Bible study. You're gonna to have to have somebody who have knowledge of the word to talk to you and help you. And like somebody that you can like bounce your questions off. Just like if I ask, you, like I'm to ask you, I'm I'm getting ready to ask you a question. So with somebody that's struggling with lust, like how how do how do how will we help them? Because lust is one of the biggest things running rampant through the church as well. So how how can we help them? Like I came in, I'm, I'm struggling with lust. Help me. What 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 do I do? New or New well, or season. Help me. I think the first thing is to pray with them. That's first and foremost. Okay. Is to pray with them. Pray and speak to that to that spirit. Speak to that demon of lust. Talk to them. Um, and help them understand that they can pray themselves out of that situation. The next thing would be mm-hmm. to lead them to scripture, to direct them to scripture where God talks about um lust and it being a sin um i ultimately, the only two things that I can think of, and that I was always told growing up when it comes to temptation is knowledge of his word and prayer, and like I said, for those people mm-hmm. that don't know either or you may you you made a key point. Have someone in your life that you can go to. Have someone in your a prayer right. partner. We all need a prayer partner because we're all far short. Then I would need that prayer partner to be able to pick me up. If I can't pray myself through a situation, then I got to have somebody that got a little more stronger faith than I do to up me to the Lord in that situation. Because, see, sometimes we have temptations before us and won't admit it. Oh, it, it ain't just, right. I, I just like what I like, you know what I mean? Oh, you know, I'm not feeling. I'm just, you know what I mean? It's We, we have situations and people in, that got things going on with them and won't accept it. So, first off, if you don't even accept what the temptation is, it's very easy to fall into it. Right. But I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to pray with you and I'm going to encourage. I'm going to pray with you and then... I have an open dialogue with you about why you feel the way you feel, what makes you feel that way, what things are in your life that pulls you into that realm. You know, are you reading stuff that you shouldn't read? Are you watching movies that you shouldn't watch? You know, are you listening to music? Because ultimately a lot of times temptation comes from what we feed our spirit as well. What mm-hmm. we watch, what we but see, what if I felt? What, what if I felt? what if, what if what if I feel like trying to open up to you that you you gonna pass jud you gonna pass judgment on me because um I li- I like girls and I like pornography but, and I think if I tell you that you are gonna judge me so I don't I don't really want to talk about it so what 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 we do next? Well, I, the first thing I'm gonna tell you is I'm, I'm a human just like you are and I have sins and temptations before me the same way you do and I'm not in the position to judge. I definitely can take you to the Amen. cross though. Take you to God. Amen. To there might be some things you might have some things that that might help me. You never know. We we can't judge people based right. off their shortcomings because we all have shortcomings. We can't. Ju- we are wrong if we are judging people for their shortcomings, because ain't none of us super saints. I don't care what nobody says. I don't care how no nobody ma'am. ate. No. Ain't none of us super saints. <laughs> no ain't ma'am. nobody walking this good no green ma'am. earth that has not sinned or don't continue to sin and have to pray, because we all fall short every day. So I'm not going to judge you. Honey, you got your right. vices, and I have mine. You have your temptations, and I have mine. Let's pray about it together, let's help each other get over that hump right. and, and stay grounded in the word and stay grounded in the Lord and grow um, within him so that we can recognize, one, when we're being temptate, tem- tempted because you got to be able to recognize when you're being tempted. And then once you know that you are being yeah. to how to fight that. Because that was my next point, like, how do we know how do we know we've been how do we know we been tempted? Because it's like it feels good, it looks good, it sound good. Like, oh how how do we know that we're being tempted? If it ain't if it ain't God's will, God's word, <laughs> it, it ain't right. And a lot of times people don't want to um look you know, face that a lot of people don't want it to say, well, it was just it's just pictures, or you talk about pornography, or whatever. You know, oh, you know, mm-hmm. she just—I just like nice-looking women, or whatever the case may be. But there's direction. Any thing you could possibly think of when it comes to our lives, there's direction in the word. God gives us direction um, in the word on how we should be addressing it, um, how we should approach it. Um, and at the end of the day, if it's not Lined up in His will. If it's not lined up in His word, then nine times out of ten, it ain't right. We shouldn't be doing it. If you have a second thought about it, there's a conscience talking to you about it. If you have to ask if it's right or wrong, most likely it's probably wrong. Um, we God gave us um, a of He gave us the spirit of discernment. He gave us the spirit of He gave us yes, He did common sense. Um, a conscience. A lot of times our conscience is God talking to us 'cause we we can go back and forth with ourselves about things or whatever the case may be. Um, it's easier to endure the darkness when you believe in the what's coming ahead. So sometimes people like to be stuck in what's wrong because they don't want to go forward <laughs> and what's before them. Um That's pump com- 'cause so they're that's com- is comfortable. Because one like when you said, um, we go back and forth with ourselves, I think people don't actually know that what sometimes, what, it's not sometimes, what really keeps us from temptation is hearing that soft, still voice, like literally saying, like, uh-uh, don't do that, go the other way, or think about that, you know, those, those, little, those little extra thoughts that come to us that are <laughs> soft and still, that is the voice of God, you know, telling us which way to go to rethink that like no don't don't go that way is and it's almost like you see red lights flashing cuz I know um before my husband and I uh when we were younger before we uh lived together before we like started dating and lived together we we were you know when we were dating he was uh he was talking to me and it was like, you know, he had all these plans, like, yeah, you know, we're going to live together, we're going to this, and, and we, we got we got this, we're going to do this, and we're going to be a family, and blah, blah, blah. And it was just so much, and, like, it all sounded good, but the, all the while that he was talking, it was like, I could see these red lights flashing, like, nope, you know, too fast, rethink that, pause, and it was just like, I ignored that. Yeah, and sometimes we have to, we, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like I, I ignored, I ignore those, you know, those little clues to myself. I ignored that, and so when I stepped off into what I wasn't supposed to, it was like literally like a spider web. Like I mean, it was it was strings coming from, it was strange coming from everywhere. And before you know it, I was tied up every which kind of way, right in the middle. And it just seemed like all the, all I was, you know how you know how the spider catches the prey, and then they In the web over them, yeah, and and it's like they just they like they like trapped on that web. It's like it was a lot of things that broke. It was a lot of things that broke through in my life from like stepping out. You know, like you said, if it's not God's will, like stepping out of His will, was a lot of things that broke loose in my life because. I did not pay attention to those signs and at and at that time I knew the word, I knew the word, I knew how to, I knew the word, I knew how to pray, but it was just ignoring ignoring the signs. Well we do. And um, that and, and those else? and, and uh huh. I said something else too is knowing yourself. Uh, how well do you know yourself being being, being a exactly. Comfortable on who you are as a person, standing up for what you believe, whether it's wrong or right, you know not allowing individuals to change or deceive what you know and um to be and, to the truth, and the truth is that that's a very powerful question of what you said when you know you said, how well do you know yourself like at that at that particular time, truly tell you like I I knew myself but I did. Like I wa I wasn't I wasn't really sure like how I am today, whereas like I'm a prophet, I'm a you know, um I uh, I'm a ordained I'm a ordained evangelist, but I also operate in the prophetic and you know, like all the things that I can say about myself now, at twenty one I wasn't that sure of myself. I wasn't right. so it was it was easy to walk in In error, it was easy to make mistakes and then, when you don't have like you said, you gotta get people around you that you could talk to that 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 you could talk to without judgment like i didn't i kind of didn't have that I didn't have it. Because I had people making, you know, the, you know, people my age making the same mistakes. Some of the, some of the adults, everybody, you know, and again, everybody in your life is not gonna go to church. Everybody in your life don't know the word, whatever. So I didn't have a lot of that type of guidance around me to like where I could just say, hey, you know, a young man, I really like him, and you know, I really do like him, but like he want to move in, he want to do this, and whoa, 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 that's <laughs> you know. You know what I'm saying? I I didn't really you like I didn't really have that person in my life to say, "Hey young lady, you know, slow down, you know. And what is he, you know, what is he doing? Is he working? Have he have he talked about um is, you know, what's his plan on marriage? What's the timeline for marriage?" Like I did not have that in my life. So when I like, you know, it was just like all I seen was talk, you know, at the end of the day really all I seen was tall, dark and handsome and he was saying the things that I like and it was like, "Okay."
2: <laughs>
0: and then That's it was like, media. you know, <laughs>
1: <right>? <laughs> so
0: it was okay. all okay, you know, it was like, oh, it was like it was okay. I was I was happy. But oh, I cried oh during 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 the during the during the, during the bondage Till the Exodus, till I was able to walk through on dry land. Like I crashed in tears, there were some things I had to learn. I had to learn myself. I had to learn to love myself. I had to learn to value myself, and uh, I had. It was a lot of. It was a lot of struggles. It was a lot of struggles that I went through. Simply just making, you know, kind of making that wrong decision even young, where you know, not, you know, not having that, and then you had, then you also have people who you pour into when you talk to and they may reject what you say because it's going against what they want. So it's like sometimes, you know, and we think that, you know, temptate, you know temptate, God doesn't, does not tempt any man, and that's the scripture, but he will allow you to go through yes. it. Just to so go through. He will allow you. Yeah, he'll allow you to go through now. He, You know, that free will, because I know my niece and I, we were talking about the other day, like, yes, he gives you free will, but you also know at some, you know, you know right from wrong. So when you make a certain, when you make a certain decision, and you know, when you make a certain decision, if it goes like you said, if it goes against his will, oh, he'll let you go through now. That's true. Let's. Do we got any callers that want to chime in and give their input or have any questions? Um, let me see. Not right now. Okay. I think everybody just, you know, I said overall right now, I think everybody just listening. But I think, I mean, overall, I believe that when you say how well, how well do you know yourself? And then can you be honest with yourself? Because it's like there are a lot of people that would do anything for money. That's true. There's people we, that would do anything. Have... There's people that would. <laughs> Go ahead. We we all have a weakness that we're tempted on. And there's always a certain time when that temptation is stronger mm-hmm. than other times. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes when you're all over the place, you got this going on, that going on, you're tired, um, you're not properly taking care of yourself, you're distracted by 9 million things, those are the most vulnerable times to be tempted, mm-hmm. um, because we're all over the place. Um, 1 Peter 5 and 8 says, be well balanced, be vigilant and cautious at all times for that enemy of mm-hmm. yours, the devil roams around like a lion roaring, singing someone's to upon a to devour. So we leave ourselves open mm-hmm. also, also for temptation when we aren't grounded, when we, we're not praying, when we're not fasting, when we're not in our word, when we got so much going on that we don't stop long enough to breathe and say, okay, God, you know, we, sometimes we get distracted from the Lord. That's just the truth. Sometimes we we got so much going on that we forget to pray or we got so much going on that we forget, you know, to read our scripture or we have so much going on that we forget um, things. And then that's when temptation is a little bit more stronger than any other time? Because the reason you're going to be tempted, tempted tempted all the time. Temptation is going to always be there all the time. Yes, but it is. But it's going to be a little bit more apparent and a little bit more stronger when you're not grounded, when you're not um, balanced, when you do have not yes. many things going on at one time and you're not keeping – um your prayer life open and you reading your word open and things of that nature. So we drop our armor, drop our guard, um, leave ourselves mm-hmm. unprotected for that temptation to to go from two to ten <laughs> in a matter of minutes, and, seconds, hours or whatever the case right. may be. And I think sometimes we underestimate Satan too, that we don't we don't think that he is very crafty. And yes. like you said he he will wait till you are all frustrated you know he will he will have so much going on in your life you would you don't even realize it's been a week and you haven't prayed you've been you been focused on this or focused on that, and he is such you know he is such a coward that he only kick you while you're down he like only come to you when you're down like when you you know he he will you know like when you're sick, he'll come with the depression he'll come with the um Drugs, because you know like when you right. get sick you 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 get medication, then he just, Oh, I'm just hurting so bad, and then next thing you know you have a problem you know he he likes to he like to kick he likes to kick you while he likes to kick you while you're down so and right, that, and he, and some of those things because some of those things like what I find with a lot of people that they go after the money, most of the time the people that go after the money deal with a lot of deprivation, they deal with a lot of poverty, they deal with a lot, you know, they deal, with, they deal with a lot of things. So it's like when you flash, when you flash it in front of them, it's like that's better than having nothing, but they don't realize the things that they're going to probably have to do later or that, okay, that was just this one time. So if I did it this one time, I do it one more time, and then you don't realize you don't did it a thousand times, and then now you you can't get you you know it's like a it's a cycle like it it, it just it it just pulls you in. The next thing you know, you're in like you're it's like you're in a tornado when you just spinning because if you step out of it, you go back to having nothing. But if you stay in, you're not happy. That's true. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um, temptation is definitely. One of the biggest battles um, we have, um, whether whether we saved or not, temptation is definitely um, number one on anyone's list of day-to-day interaction, day-to-day moving, day-to-day living. As long as you are breathing, you are going to have some type of form of temptation. But as I mentioned earlier, it is going to be so key to know thyself, know who you are, know what your weaknesses are, know what their strengths are, um, know the word. And if you don't, find somebody to help you know the word in prayer, finding someone to encourage you, pray with you, support you, uplift you. Because um, if you don't, temptation, you will succumb to it. And when you do, it's definitely going to put your life and a whirlwind, um, because after that first one, yeah, here come one, here come another one, here come another one, here come another one, here come another mm-hmm. one. And it before you know it, you have got yourself in a situation that you just absolutely can't get your way out of. I mean, you don't know how to get your way out of it. So then that becomes open up more issues. So I, I definitely, um, deception and temptation all line together. <laughs> Absolutely they say they they it definitely go hand in hand because you know it'll make you it'll make you think one it'll make you think one thing and and it's really like it's really another it wear it like. wears a mask cuz it look like mm-hmm. oh um you know I dealt with before um people take people stealing money and mm-hmm. you know like when you work in, in you know corporate america or a big company. Um, a lot of times you have access to accounts, and you have access to accounts, and you have access to, you know, budgets, and it's so much money that goes in there. And and sometimes it's so much that, you know, you don't think people see. And, you you know, you get people who start to abuse things. And it gets so tempting because, um, like, you're entrusted with it. So someone trusts you to handle it. And then you have people that, you know, you have people that get greedy or you have you have people that get greedy or you have people that are careless and then they right. start to do things, but, but you don't ever realize later on that there is going to be an audit. Or you don't even realize somebody is always watching, just like in your life, God is always watching. He, you know, he it may seem like he's invisible, but he is always watching. So you don't ever, you know, just like your life is just like that budget. Like you don't, you don't realize that eventually or periodically there is an audit. And when they go and scan over everything and they have to um, give an account for each one of those things that, you know, most of the time, if it's real easy to do, or what they say, if it's too good to be true, it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I know so, you like, I really do know so many people that have, I know so many people that have, like, stolen thousands of, stolen thousands of dollars, and it was just out of trying to keep up with the just trying to keep up with the Joneses or, you know, just, you know, just, I don't know, just, just being materialistic and things like that and just wanting to seem like they were better than what they were, or they actually had never had anything, so it was like, actually giving them that was dangerous. It it was dangerous for the it was dangerous for the company because of the loss, but it's dangerous for the person because of now what they're labeled as. When when you know, when it's all when it when the audit comes and it's all said and done. So it's like you have to be careful of the doors that you know, you have to be careful of the doors that you walk through and even when you in certain situations like you have to be a good you have to be be a good steward, and not so much be a good steward of other people's stuff. You have to be a good steward of yourself. Like you said, know yourself. You gotta know yourself. Know your strengths. Know your weaknesses. Like certain things, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be around that, or I shouldn't do that. Like you have. You should. You gotta. You know. You gotta know what, as they say, push. You gotta know when to push back from the table. That is true. That is very true. And unfortunately, um, some of us don't. Or we 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 don't know when to push back from the table, or we push back too late, <laughs> or we say yeah. oh just this, or it's just this one time. Oh, I'm just gonna smoke this cigarette just this one time. Oh, I'm just gonna take just this <laughs> one drink. Oh, I'm just I'm just gonna sleep with her or him just this one. You know, so people succumb to their flesh on a daily basis. Um because again, its a, it's, yes, they a, do. it's a spiritual war- warfare um it's a flesh you're battling with your spirit and your flesh is battling every day. do I walk upright live live mm-hmm. according to god's word um and sometimes living to living in God's will is painful, more painful than it is yeah. living in your flesh, and what I mean by that is. Yes. I, I got to be more mindful of who I talk to. I got to be more mindful of what I do. I got to be more mindful of what I say. I got to be more mindful of the crowd I hang around, the places I go, the things I do. Whereas when you're living in your flesh, you don't think about the type of stuff. I'm enjoying life. I'm kicking it. I'm, You know, I, I don't have right. no worries in that aspect of things because I don't feel like I'm being held accountable for the things that I'm doing. Absolutely. Whereas when you're walking with Christ, you are being held accountable for everything you do, everything you do, everything you say, um, you're being watched. And, unfortunately, it is what it is. When you say you are saved and you are a Christian, people are watching you. They are looking at the things that you do. And they're not understanding that I'm human and I have issues just like you do. That goes out the window. So, you know, I think sometimes people feel like it's more painful, it's more pressure. Um, it's more responsibility to be a Christian and walk and live according to God's word. And it is. That most definitely is the truth. But people are more comfortable with just being themselves and letting it all hang out and not have to worry about all the things that come with being a Christian and being saved and living in the word and fighting temptation. They prefer to just succumb to it, and they don't have to deal with whatever comes with it after that. So they think.
1: (laughs) Right. You don't
0: get away. Right. You know, you don't. You don't get. You don't get away with. You don't. No. And I think that's what the the biggest thing with temptation is. Or and and we we say temptation, but it, temptation is the lifestyle. You know, temptation really is like part of the lifestyle that you you choose to live. Temptation is a lifestyle
1: because
0: right. and I and I say I say a lifestyle because everybody doesn't. You know, everybody doesn't struggle with the same thing. Everybody, everybody don't, and you think you're gonna be okay with that eventually too much too much of anything is not good because you could you could be in you could be in church and you could be so in church and so wrapped up in the word, so wrapped up in uh, you just praying all the time and this and that, and then you you have neglected a lot of things that you're supposed to do, and that's the sin, and you also become like uh very religious you get very religious and very pious and that's a lying spirit because ain't nobody that holy like you said you said that earlier like nobody is that holy and then you have the people who live that life like you know who live who live a really life like if you are out there you know just drinking and and, and you don't even realize you may not even realize you're an alcoholic because most of the time when you when you have a struggle, most of the time it's a blind spot to you. Like you you don't see yourself with the slurred speech. You don't see yourself zigzagging across the street. You don't see that because you just living your life and you having a good time. Or you don't you don't see that you actually you know, you don't see that you actually come home and fall out on the on the couch and you've been asleep all day and your kids haven't ate, they haven't bathed, they haven't did anything, like you don't see that. So it's like one thing about temptation and that lifestyle it it it, it will it will definitely blindside you to what's re- you know it'll blindside you to what's really going on. That's why it's important, like you said, it's important you have to be mindful of what you're doing. You really do because it's easy it's easy to walk in it's easy to walk into but hard to step out of. That's true. That is very true. We still have no callers. that got some input. Got something to say? No questions? No, we don't. Just, I'm not gonna say it. we have some. We have some callers, but I believe they. I believe that they're just listening because I believe they're just listening. You know, they ain't having press to say anything. But you know, like I said, mm-hmm. I, I believe Tim this I believe this. This is one of the topics. Like it really was a struggle today. To get a, it was a struggle today to get a lot of things, you know, try to get a lot of things posted because it's a heavy topic. You know, it's kind of like Thank church. Church it. temptation is, you know, temptation is, you know, temptation is a very heavy topic. Because a lot of people, a lot of people don't want to deal with it because we it like a lot of people don't day. want it. Yeah, we deal with it every day, but some people, you know, it's kind of like it will expose, it will expose some people because, like, I'm gonna be honest with you. With um, a little bit with being in the church and, and or having a position and a title in the church, people are tempted to feel like they have a you know they got this soapbox or they have this platform, and so like I follow I follow quite a few people on uh, I follow quite a few people on Periscope right, and okay. so I listen I listen I listen to some people I don't I don't I don't like the name drop and and and, and all that so I'm leave their names out of it, but okay. I um. You know, I um, what I what I've seen is that like everybody on there, they everybody on there, they got a message, they got a prayer, they got a they gotta worship, they got a this, they got a that. But I have seen some of the, I have seen some of these people literally be on there for like two hours with, and like, couple of them are newly married, couple of couple of them are newly married. And literally when I say it is two in the morning and they day on there for two hours. And I can say I you know, my husband he like he drive he drives he drives in the evening. So he may come in late. So I I spend the day with him and then he'll drive and then he may come in later. So when he's gone, you know, I'll I'll be up. just. That's kind of my peaceful time when my children go to bed. But I see these people on here. I mean, they really, like, they preaching, boy, they preaching, boy. They preaching and they prophesying and they praying. And they in the houses with their spouse. And when I say they've been on there all day and maybe I've done two or three, like, an hour, like, Two one hour ones and being it's, like late at night and they done too. Like you get tempted to think that that's what you're supposed to do and that's not temptation. And 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 it's like if if somebody was to hear that, I know it'd be a couple. It might be a couple of people mad. It might be a couple of people mad. Like you know, yes, you're doing the work for the Lord, you're doing this and you're doing that. But some of those some of those people are the same people on there. Doing things the wrong way, they asking for all kind of fees. They asking, you know, and and then it's nothing wrong with giving, but it's like you see these people really, uh, you know, they they abusing, they are abusing time, and you get well, t- and well, you I'll, get tempted to do. Go ahead.
2: So they're they're they're
0: they're spending. It sounds like every free moment that they have, and, or they don't work with something. I don't know. <laughs> Um, cause I just, you know, my husband, my husband is a minister and you know, we have a family, we have small girls and I work full time, you know, and there's times where he go live and he gives his, um, you know, spills about how he feels about things. I do the show with you every Monday, but I just can't find myself. Doing something all day, every day. I got a family. I got a, I got a, I got a spouse. I got to pour into. I got a home. I got to pour into. I got kids. I got to pour into. I got a work, a job that I got to work eight hours a day, um, hours a day. You find the time, sun up to sun down to be. And I, I don't know who they are. I don't know what they're speaking about. I pray that they're doing it, you know, with a good heart and God's will, and they're not doing it to be deceptive or. Whatever the case with people, but there's no balance. Like, how are you on periscope at two o'clock in the morning and you married? How I don't get that. Or you, I just, you know, where is that that time with and all with family? <laughs> so what you looking for? All, so that's and, not and and I, you know, and again, sometimes we we tempted for we are tempted for fame. We tempted we tempted for you know, we tempted to get followers, we you know, and most of the time it's like fame because like I actually got a little bit of backlash about hosting hosting a radio show. Because you have to be you know, people think that you're trying to gain a platform and 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 you know, just because you you get the radio time and you can't speak, you know you can be tempted to like push your own you know you can be tempted to push your own agenda or or just like Facebook put on the face, but what people don't under- what people don't understand is that you know no one knows your motives, just like at the end of the day, a little bit like I don't know the motives of all those people. But it's um it, it there are some things that I see where you could you can see that they are after they are after followers, they're after hearts, they do a lot of name dropping, they do a lot of things like that. And I'm not perfect but overall I'm not pushing the Tina I'm not pushing the Tina movement. And you see a lot of people pushing you you see a lot of you you know when when you get the title and things like you know, sometimes when you have the title you, you get tired of you You, you tempt it. You, you know, there is temptation in this to, like, be greater, you know, to be, like, greater. Uh, put yourself out there like you're greater than what you are. And at the end of the day, me being on this show, us being on this show, I'm doing the work of the kingdom. I'm talking about things that people don't want to address. Like, temptation. It's a lot of stuff that go on in the in the body, not just in the world. It's a lot of stuff that go on in the body that people don't want it that people don't want to address. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, that's that's true. You it's know, it's a, funny you said that because you know, it's it's funny you said that though, Tina, because people say Oh, you know, I'm, I'm from I'm from the Lord. I, I I encourage you. I support you. Oh, that's a good thing that you guys are doing. Um, and then when you start posting the topic, oh, I don't know if y'all should talk about that. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't touch that. I would. And, why, and so then my question is, why not? Why not? Why not talk about? And that's the problem that we have in the church as a whole. That's a problem that we're having in the world and in our communities because nobody wants to be honest about the day-to-day that we deal with, the day-to-day how we're supposed to live versus how we're currently living. Nobody wants to separate themselves from right and wrong. Oh, you know, we might as well align ourselves. You know, and it's sad to say, but the church looks like the world. That's why we're losing souls. That's why folks don't want to be in the church. That's why people, you know, because the church looks just like the world looks. And and as far as I can remember, growing up, talking to my grandmother, reading the word, going to church and things, we're supposed to be different. Church is supposed to be different. It's supposed to be set apart from the things that goes on in the world. But Uh, at at this present moment, we are looking just like the world, and nobody wants to be honest about it. And one of the biggest things that cause us to look like the world is temptation. Somebody got tempted to be a false teacher, a false prophet, a false pastor. Somebody got tempted by the money, the, the notoriety, the power. Somebody got tempted. And everybody, you know, the first thing that you think of when you say temptation, you immediately associate temptation with lust. You immediate you know you immediate immediately associated with sex, and that's not the only you know those are not the only things that tempt people. Most people yes. at the end of the day it's not it's not it's not it's not really sex that tempt people. The number one temptation for people is power, and there is nobody powerful than God, and everybody that's operating in the church. They don't operate under the power of God. There are there are workers of iniquity. There are evil doers. There are wicked people causes 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 the conflict and temptation. That that temptation for power. That's a beast, all bad stuff. That's that's really that's like Amen. a whole nother. That's a that when I tell you that's a whole nother two hour show. That's a whole new two-hour show about power,
1: <laughs> and that is the
0: biggest thing. Tempt- that you know, literally, you say the you know the lust of the, the lust of the um the lust of the flesh and the, and the eyes and the, and the pride of life. You know, all those things are like with power because and, and temptation. And what people really don't understand about temptation is temptation are powers that have the ability powers of that have the ability to overtake you. And like we said, we established very early in the show, if you do not have a prayer life, if you do not have a prayer life and know how to effectively pray with power, the power of the Holy Spirit, if you do not have that and you do not have knowledge of God's word, you get ate up. And if you are righteous, and if and if you are truly like a righteous person, because we go through, you know, we go through things too, and you have to understand in the word we say, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. Like as a righteous person, if you don't know that about the word, then that's how you, that's how we get overtaken it. Because I, I, I know that for a fact of like being, um, you know, being in ministry and like. Like I said before, I had to be. I had to sit myself down. I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't need nobody to sit me down. I, I knew I was out of order, but it took me in the time that I had to sit down. It, it took me to open my Bible. It took me to really read the Word and understand. Really understand God's plan for salvation. What He really expects of us. What He wants from us to keep me, you know, keep me out the club, keep me out of every man's bed, keep me from stealing money, keep me from doing a lot of things. Because people could say, and I'm going to tell you, people can say what they want. People can say what they want about me. It was things that happened to me, not things that they saw me do. Because temptation, temptation is something else, because I was tempted to do a lot of things, but Power wasn't that much important to me like that. But you knew yourself. You set yourself down so that you can reconnect yourself with God (laughs) and get it right. That's the difference between you, your list of temptations and sins, and somebody else that's in the same situation that that was going to go a different route because they are for power. They're going to do things totally different in the way you did things. I commend you for saying, you know what, I'm not right. And if I continue to live this life that I'm living, knowing that I'm not right, God is going to kick my, going to whoop my butt, going to punish me. My life is not going to be the, the way that I desire for it to be or the way that even God desires for it to be. So you knew yourself well enough to know that enough was enough, and now I need to change some things. Some people don't do that. And what some people... Continue she, to stay in that mess, me, and that's what I was talking about earlier, being accountable and responsible enough to recognize what it is they need to be doing and how they need to be doing it. So, you know, you was accountable. You you recognized what needed to be done, and you took action on it so that you did not stay in that sin. Everybody don't do that. Yeah, because, and you know what, one, like you said, I, know I think people don't understand, like, when you take that walk, when you take that walk down that aisle, you're not just confessing to the church; you confessing to the whole world at that very moment. That you know God is not the only person that hear you talk, and I, and and people don't. And I, and I think that people really have to be aware of the supernatural, and 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 when it deals with temptation, because a lot of things with temptation are supernatural encounters. You don't even realize that you're gonna get tied up the way that you're gonna get tied up. And you make, you know, when you take that walk down that aisle and you say, you know, they ask you all the questions and you answer yes, and you say yes, I believe, yes, this, you know, Jesus is dead for my sins. When you say that, it's like you kind of open up a whole nother can of worms for yourself, and you have to be very careful when you accept, like when you when you when you say that you you know when you say that you've been called. Or you know when you say that you've been called, and when you say that you want to be a part of of the kingdom, when you say you want to be a part of the faith, because you immediately get attacked. It's so many things. It's so many things. It's so many things come your way, and when you take that walk and you standing up. You, like you said, you put your, you at that very moment, the microscope drops down on you also. It's not just about leaders. It's about believers. It's, it's about being a believer as a whole. like Like you said, can you, can you keep yourself, can you keep yourself right? Don't you you do you know that you don't have power over yourself and you don't you know you have to see God in all things. And like we, we get a part of organizations, we do a lot of we do a lot of things and we don't even realize that those come with temptation too. We make con we make contracts and we, we, we make contracts, we make deals, we, we, we do things and we don't we don't realize that some of them we don't have the right to do. I'm not gonna well, get too, you know, I'm not gonna get too I'm not gonna get too deep on some things but know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna get too deep because, you know, it it I'm gonna stand by what I said a while ago that the biggest the biggest temptation is power. I think it depends on the person. Because you might have an individual that don't really. Okay, okay, I'll, I'll 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 use myself as an example. Okay. Um, when we first our very first encounter, our very first conversation, we were talking and getting to know one another. One of the, one of the first things I said mm-hmm. to you was, "I like doing things behind the scenes. I don't like being up front and out in the open speaking out." In the open, you know, I'm a diligent worker, but I can do my stuff behind the scene. My name don't gotta be wrote down nowhere. Nobody has to, you know, acknowledge me in that mindset. So power, mm-hmm. I don't have that that temptation of, of, of power because as long as I'm doing what I like to do, what I enjoy doing, what I think God would be pleased of, that that's all that matters to me. My issue, personally, my biggest struggle. Um, is being impatient. Um, people might say, oh, that's not a temptation. <laughs> oh, yes, it is, because uh, it if I'm impatient things, things are not going the way I want them to go and as quick as I want them to go, then Tamara got to do it herself. I got to find a way to get it done. I got, to, I, got to, I got to interject. I got to, you know, so I'm tempted to do things my way when God is telling me to be patient, be still, be quiet, don't move you know, stay in that season of um let things go the way. You know, let things kinda of flow. I'm if if my mind set on something, my heart set on something, and it's what I want, I might pray about it, yes. I might even read the word that connects mm-hmm. to it. But if it ain't moving the way I want it to move I'm gonna put her <laughs> hand back on it. And I'm not as bad as I used to be. I'm I have definitely came a long way. But I recognize that that's a, that is a temptation. That is something that I it fight is. every day. That's something that I deal with with myself every day. And because I do know myself and I do know my limitations and I do know you know, where I am with God, my relationship with God, where I am in life with my husband and my children and things mm-hmm. of that nature. I know that's the one thing. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have addictions. I don't have uh except the shopping, so I guess that could be <laughs> a problem. Depending on who you're <laughs> talking to, but um, uh-huh. I, you know, drugs is not going to be my demise. Alcohol is not going to be my demise. You know, when it comes to fighting spiritual and flesh, it's going to be the fact that uh-huh. I'm not always patient, and and I and I don't sit still and wait for God to move or wait for God to give His say or wait. You know, for God to give direction or whatever. I must say, okay, Lord, you know, this is, you know, my heart desire. I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want that. I want things to be like this. I want things to be like that. And I, God, my, I might be able to hear God play this day and say, just be still. And in, in God, in my time, and you know, month go by, two months go by. If I don't feel like it's moving like it's supposed to move, then I got to intervene. And i and that, and that's wrong because. I'm going against his will. I'm going against what God has directed me to do. So I think everybody has a different. So I want to ask you in your in your moments like where the impatience take over, and you know it's taking over. What do you do to stop yourself? Um, it depends on what it is because sometimes sometimes I do nothing. Sometimes I continue in. In the act of being impatient. And then in other times, depending on, again on what it is that I'm being impatient about, I catch myself. Okay, Tamara, now you know. Hey, Come do that. Now you know. Now I, I, I talk to myself. God is not going to be pleased because, you know, you. he told you to <laughs> wait. He told you to be still. Or, you know, I might hear my husband's voice in the back of my head. Like, see, there you go again. I always try to do, you know, it just depends on what it is that I'm being impatient about. And when, and when you get in and when you get impatient, what are you usually when you get impatient and you do it yourself, what are you usually your results? Not five out it don't go the way I want it to go anyway. <laughs> I, it still don't happen the way I want it to happen or in the time frame that I want it to happen in. Or if i act out of being impatient it's always, I ain't gonna say a catastrophe, but it's always repercussions mm-hmm. behind it. I'm even putting myself in a worse situation than I already was in, or I'm spending money that I didn't have to spend, or mm-hmm. I'm or I'm battling with, oh, man, I shouldn't have did that. I should have waited. Uh, that wasn't necessary. You know, so in all cases, it's not oh, the world about to blow up. But then in some cases, it's like, it's just an internal it's a, it's battle. It's an internal battle. It's like, oh, dang. You no, know you weren't supposed to do that. You know you were supposed to wait. So then it's delayed even longer. What I'm asking for, what I pray for, what I'm trying to get to, is now delayed even longer. So, you know, there's different types of temptations for everyone. You yeah. got some that's, that's power hungry. You got some that's money hungry. You got some that's sick
2: mm-hmm.
0: hungry. You got some, you know, it, so it just really depends on, that individual, but again, like I stated earlier, you got to know thyself, know who you are, know what your weaknesses yeah. are, and pray, be active, be proactive and not reactive with the, with your prayer and your word. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord, I asked you for this house, I want this house, <laughs> Um I'm, I'm going to wait on you. I'm going to pray about it. I, I got to need, get the itchy fingers and the busy body and answer the pen So I'm just going to be still so that the, the right house comes along. Because, you know, the downside of that is if I move too fast and move outside of his will, I'm going to get a house that I didn't want. Right. Or I'm going to end up getting you an interest he, rate that I didn't want. Or I'm going to paying a mortgage yeah, that and I can't you know, afford. And even the scriptures tell you the right time to move and not to move. Yeah, it really do talk about that. And when I when I was saying the biggest, one of the biggest uh, temptations, I'm talking about in the body of Christ, the biggest temptation in the body of Christ is power. That's when I say power. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that's what like call it has caused the church to look like the that has caused the church to look like the world. Because individ, and individually. We all, like you said, we all have something we struggle with, and nine times out of ten, each person has some type of uh, some type of insecurity, or um, and, and pretty much temptation only feeds feeds your insecurity. It really does. You know the temptation yeah. that you walk in is 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 usually because you in you're you're insecure and in, in some type of you insecure in some type of area, and you that that's what. That's what it helps you helps you cope because it's really like a it's a it's a false coping mechanism really it's not it's not there to really help you it's something there to pacify you really I must agree with
1: that
0: a, I, I, I can I can I can agree with that because we like I said you talked about lusting earlier okay there's a mm-hmm. reason for it's the reason why you lust what what. What happens that makes you say, okay, and I, ooh, you know, what, there there has to be a trigger. We all have triggers. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. There's a trigger to that. And a lot, a lot of triggers, yeah, mm-hmm. every, it's a trigger. And most of the triggers with lust is rejection, loneliness, acceptance, um, self, you know, uh, self, self-destruction, you know, just like mm-hmm. you don't. You, again, you you keep saying this know thyself. It's a lot of people don't know themselves, so they use those things to validate them. Like a lot a lot of men, they sleep with a whole lot of women because it kind of like they the manly man. A lot of women, they sleep with a you know a lot of women, they sleep with a lot of men most of the time because they don't they don't love themselves. They're they're attention they're looking for attention. They want they want to be noticed. They want to be seen. it's something that they it's something that fills them just temporarily. So it's like that. The, the trigger is like, okay, when it don't feel like I'm getting my way, well, let me go do this. Well, they'll give me attention for a little bit. Oh, I'm done with that. Then I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna do that, and then I'm gonna. And then you don't, you don't even realize that you you bounce. You don't even realize that you've done it because you're feeding. You you are actually feeding a insecurity really that only God can feel. Okay, so let me ask you a question. What is the trigger? Or what do you think or feel like? Or just from what you've seen, been been in the, in the ministry and having that calling on your life, what do you think the trigger or some of the triggers are for power in the church? Why are I we so hungry it. for power in the church? I um I believe the biggest trigger for power is acceptance and wanting wanting people to uh like recognize recognize your gift. Like you know, recognize the power. You know, recognize how God is using you, and I think people don't understand. He called a fivefold ministry: pop, prophets, pastors, teachers, apostles, and evangelists. Everybody do something different, and it's like, oh, I want to be the greatest one, or I want them to call my name. I want to be up there with the big names. And so, the you know, the biggest thing right there is like a lot of insecurity. It's it's really um it's 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 some insecurity, and, and, and it's insecurity and acceptance. And I believe a lot of it, and I believe that. Um, and you, you know, you just want to be accepted. You want to be able, to, you know, because uh, being in the church is just like being, you know, being in the church is uh, similar to being in corporate America. Like you move up the chain, and it's kind of like the more the more it's speaking engagement you get, or the more people come to your altar call, it, it, it's a reflection of your power. Just like tonight, tonight on the radio, this has been the since we started talking about kingdom topics. We this is the less callers we've had since we since we started. We we didn't get a lot of callers tonight, but that doesn't mean that this message is you know to me it doesn't mean that this message is not effective. It doesn't mean that it's not effective. It doesn't mean that it won't get heard. People are busy. You know, people could be busy. It's a lot of people that listen to the replay. It could be people that are logged in on the Internet. But there are some people who feel like, oh, well, I got I got 40 callers on. Like, I'm doing it. You know, I I, I got it. I, I got this under wraps. And pretty soon it's going to be a thousand. It's going to be a million. But at the end of the day, it's like they, they are looking for that recognition. They are looking for that acceptance to be validated and say, you're great. Or you're well, you know what? I think a lot of times people people do things because they're intrigued. There's a curiosity there um, that they that needs to be addressed or satisfied. I, I, in case in point, this topic. Now we in the past have had you know good ratings as far as callers calling in or the radio you know logging in on internet or whatever the case may be because we were talking about things that people felt like they had input on or they had a say about. Temptation is a deep topic, and like you said earlier, it's a topic that people don't want to address. People don't want to talk about their temptations or temptations, period, or they even want to admit the fact that they exist, especially people in the church, because we put on hats, we put on masks, we put on, come on, come on, we put on this act that because we're saved and we go to church Sunday after Sunday, Bible study Tuesday after Tuesday, Wednesday or whatever day, we had we in the choir, <laughs> we're usher or we're deacon or whatever the case may be, we have. The mentality of, I'm one, I don't need help. One, I'm in a good mm-hmm. position. So what you talk about don't apply to me. Um, well, oh, I, I've been saved half my life or all my life, so I don't have the same issues that you have as a Christian. And at the end of the day, mm. nobody wants to face the fact that we all everybody, from the pastor in the pulpit all the way down to the little child sitting on the pew every Sunday. We all have mm-hmm. issues. We all are battling with something. And your battles might be a little bit different from my battles. But just because you mm-hmm. saved, you've been saved for fifty years and I've been fired doesn't make you any more better of a Christian than it does me. And if you're not and if you've been saved for that long and you're not helping other people along the way and you're still in the same position you was fifty years ago Something ain't right with your Christianity. Something ain't right with your spirit <laughs> and your spiritual life. Ay. Because you cannot tell me that with being in church, and, and churches is within us, and I think that's the issue.
2: Absolutely. Everybody wants
0: to put on this play of church. I get up, I go to church on Sunday, I go to Sunday school, you know, like I said, I, I play the organ or I sing or I'm an usher or I'm a deacon. And the things that the pastor preach about don't apply to me, and the things that you talking about don't apply to me, and things you sing about don't apply to me because I'm super saved. And I look down my nose at you because y- you drink or because you smoke or because you're cheating mm-hmm. or because you have a lusting spirit or because you lie or because you steal or whatever the case may be, and. We forget to turn that mirror on ourselves and be like, okay, what are you down with every day? Why do you want to expose me but don't expose yourself? So I think our ratings today are low because people think it on the planet. People really feel, and I'm not talking about everybody, but there is a great percentage of individuals that feel like, oh, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I ain't trying to listen to that. Listen to that. And I don't want to interact with that. I don't have a comment. On that, because I don't have temptations, or I don't have those problems, or I don't, you know, and that's like a person that has an addiction. I, if I don't accept the fact that I have an addiction, how can I ever get help? But see, you're right. And the thing about the thing about this topic is, it's not to call anybody out. It's not to call anybody out. It's not to, you know, you you know as. It's not to call anybody out and like really like lean on one particular thing and like condemn a person. It's to actually give you strategies and to let it's to actually give you strategies and to really let you know like, hey, no matter what it is that you struggle with, it, you know, you said it earlier. There is no temptation common to man that God won't give you a way of escape. No matter what it is that you're going through, you find the you find the scriptures that apply to what it is. Apply to the situation, and there are scriptures to even to even to tell God what it is that you want. Like deliver deliver me, and this is this is what I this is what I want. You know, one of the biggest you know uh, speaking uh, confessing the scriptures and, and praying. So you know and and knowing the word that is the only way out of any type of temptation, no matter what no matter what it may be, and that's you know, I think that's why. I know the contro. Sometimes we have a lot of controversial topics because we're supposed to have these difficult conversations. These are the conversations that are not being had. You want you want me to entertain you. You want to hear a very powerful. You know you might want to you might want to hear a sermon or you want to hear some songs. No, I'm actually here to help you be be a, I'm here to help you be a better believer. And even for somebody that has not that has not uh you know, that, that may not even go to church, a non believer. Um new believer, non believer and a season saint. These are strategies these are all strategies to help you. So even if you were contemplating coming into coming into the church but you looking like, Well I don't you know, I don't know about this, I don't know about that, you know, they do this. Don't worry about what they do. This is the proper. this is this is this is the proper way to do it. You know, pray. Know the word. Whatever your situation is, whatever the struggle is, put the word on it. Put the word on it. If Jesus, Jesus set the example. That's why we say He's the Savior. He's the example. If He set the He had a model for you, just like He gave you a model to pray with the Lord's Prayer, Our Father. He gave you a model how to pray. He also gave you a model how to deal with Satan. Cause after He after He rebuked Satan three times with. Putting the word on Satan, Satan left him. And that's all that's all we're trying to do with with here. And this is not the point this is not to point out this is not to point out like your flaw, my flaw, this flaw, his flaw, her flaw. It's to actually tell you whatever your flaw is, this is how you deal with it. That's true. And and I agree with you a hundred percent. Unfortunately, people look at what you do and not what you say. <laughs> and that's the reality yeah. And that's why that's why I said what I said about people feel like things don't apply to them because if I'm new, if I'm new into the church and I'm coming into the church and I've joined the church and I'm and my spirit is high and and I'm excited, If not. It's a twofold. What you do, Miss Tina, and what you say can either pull me in or push me out. You understand That's what true. I'm saying? Because if, if if I come to you in confidence about however whatever's going on in my life, whatever my mm-hmm. vices are, whatever my temptations are, how you handle me is going to determine if I'm going to be able to grow in Christ, or if I'm, a mm-hmm. artist, I'm going to turn around and go back out the door and be like, Nah, I'm good. I don't need that. I'm just going to keep on doing the things. That I'm doing, I'm just going to go but, back into the things that I'm you know doing. Because go ahead. I'm,
1: and and,
0: and go I'm ahead. only saying I'm, I'm that, I'm only saying that, that cause, because cause I, I think that's where people mess up. I'm only saying that because in reality, in hindsight, we should be strong enough in our decision to say, no matter what somebody do or say, I'm going to follow Christ. I'm going to live according to his word, you know, I'm going to do the things that God said do despite how people treat me. But the reality of that is we all have, some people have an issue with acceptance. Some people have an issue with rejection. Some people have an issue with being called out. Some people have an issue with being in a position to where their everything is bared you know, for them. So if, if if you're struggling with what's right and what's wrong, the right, left track, right track, you know, God's side, the enemy side, you know, surrounding yourself with individuals that is going to encourage and uplift you is key. Because if I come to church and I sit and talk to you, Miss Tina, on Sunday, and you give me some good advice, mm-hmm. and you encourage me, and you say, hey, here's my number or here's my email or whatever the case may be, let's, let's hook up, let's pray, and you follow up. And this goes back to a couple of shows ago when I talked about accountability and following up. If you follow up mm-hmm. with me, whomever or whatever I have in my circle that's a temptation then that's not of God and that's not right, eventually will move itself because there's going to be a change in me. But if I come and I try yeah. to talk to you and you turn your nose up at me or you turn your back or, you know, you're whispering about what I got on or what my vices are or, you know, what, you done told the whole church what I can, told you in confidence, I am going to go back to what I'm comfortable with. I'm not going to allow and myself if, to be uncomfortable because this is unfamiliar to me. And all I'm going to say with that is, I believe that that's a cop out, because if I came to Christ, it's not about it's not about those people and how they treat me, and ultimately, yes, you're supposed to handle people gently you 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 are supposed to handle people gently and you are supposed to be encouraging, you are supposed to follow up, you are supposed to make the people feel comfortable, but ultimately, when it comes to anything. That person had an issue with some type of temptation or some type of situation in their life before they even encountered you. And the reason why they took their walk down and out and they accepted Jesus Christ for themselves, because ultimately they knew that God is in control. And that's who they were giving their life to. They they were not giving their life to that church. They were giving their life to the most high God because he is in control of everything, every situation. So sometimes we put too much focus on people and what people doing and what people saying when ultimately we talking about strategies to fight temptation. you not there with me when I reach down to my purse to get ready to smoke a cigarette. I, you're not the first person I'm thinking about. You not there with me when 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 uh, Sister Fletcher husband and call me and I'm gonna go sleep with him. You ain't that person. is too much focused on the people because at the end of the day, temptation is an individual thing. Like you said, my temptation is totally different from your temptation. Your temptation totally different from mine. At the end of the day, God is in control, not how this person handled you and I'm going to leave and go back. If you were going to leave and go back, you were going to leave and go back anyway, whether I talked to you or did not talk to you. It's about your strength and do you want to overcome. It's about you wanting to overcome. And if you want strategies to fight temptation, you will receive strategies to fight temptation. If you can't receive correction, because we talked about before, we talked about review. Right. We talked about um, you know, we talked about rebuke. Like, at the end of the day, anybody came to me about some of the things that was going on in my life, I'm an I'm a open, I'm actually an open person. And it's really, how, it's really how you talk to me. If you talk to me with love, even if you're me, you say, now, you know, now that ain't right. This, 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 and this. And however you feel you need to address me, please come talk to me. But if you come to me like, Like you trying to fight, or you just an expert on my life and you know everything, and you have not really prayed and sought. You really haven't prayed and sought God for wisdom on how to speak in wisdom, how to speak into my life. Yeah, I'm gonna eat you up because now you're wrong. But ultimately, God is in control. God is in control of my life. He is in control of everything that go on with me and the temptations I face. I know my spirit. I know my scriptures to confess. I know what I have to confess over my marriage. I know what I have to confess over my home. I know what I have to confess over any addiction that may be in my life. I know what I have to do and what I have to confess. And when I say God is in control, and you say it's easier to do, to watch, you see what you do, what you say, what you do, and what you say are two different things. When I say God is in control, God It's easier for people to do what you what they see versus what you what they hear so i'm, I'm watching Do what you. they see versus what they and, and when i say god is in control god moving his own time when he want to take that situation from you then he'll take it he'll take it from you if he wants you to endure the situation because it's something that he's trying to teach you then you're gonna go through it you're gonna deal with it but in the process of dealing with it you got to know to continuously build your, you gotta continuously build yourself up. You and one of the things you gotta learn, you know, hopefully, hopefully you had a baptism of the Holy Spirit and you praying in the whole you praying in the Holy Ghost, and, and and you 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 know you praying in tongues and you doing the things that you have to do to edify yourself and build yourself up because when I say God is in control, He fixed that situation in His time. Because it's something that he wants he is something that he wants from you or something that he wants you to see, and most of the time if he wants you to see and hear and feel him more clearly and know that he that it, it's me It's me and not you It's me and not Sister Tamara That you sit next to on, uh, every Sunday Because when she talks to you And when she talks to you And she encourages you And it seems like she got that good word of knowledge Or she got that good word of wisdom Or she got that good word of education That's not Tamara, That's me talking through her Ultimately I'm in control I I agree with you I agree with you However there Everybody's not there And I think when it comes to temptation, Truth. I don't, I don't, I don't look at it as. I, I, I think it could. It just depends. I don't always look at it as a cop out, because if if I'm struggling with something, okay, I'll give you an example. I, I I know a young lady, um, that struggled with, um, being in, around people that was using her, abusing her, mm-hmm. um, everything around her. Everything in her life was chaotic she She mm-hmm. heard about god um she knew that there was a higher being. you know her grandmama taught her about god she knew um about the word, but really didn't get to you know really didn't learn the word on her own you know really didn't know um how to pray. she didn't know um how to get out of the situation. That she was in. She didn't know how to get away from the people that was causing her so much hurt, so much pain, and so much frustration. She didn't understand why her life had down spiraled the way that it did. And one morning she decided she was going to get up and she was going to go to church and she was going to see what being in church and being around church people. Been around say people and and getting, and and what this what God was about you know because they say God is in church people in churches about God God is love. She knew that mm-hmm. much. When you have an individual that's in that state of mind and you have an individual that has been hurt, I ain't saying it because she wasn't hurt by church. She was hurt by people. She was hurt by circumstances. <laughs> yeah. She was hurt by mm-hmm. different things and. You walk into the church because you, the perception of church is, is godly people, friendly people, encouraging people, loving people, even though we know that it ain't always the case and all, everybody in church ain't like that. But the perception of someone that don't know about church on them, for themselves, just go by what they've heard. But now they're taking that step to say, okay, I now want to find out what this is about. And they go into the church, and the usher mean Muslim, or the, she speaks to somebody and that person doesn't speak back, or she's talking to someone and they, they're not you know receiving, or she's just you know told her story and now everybody in church know because the pastor or the first lady or whomever she's confided in, then told the whole mm-hmm. church what her what her business is or whatever, the case may be even though it shouldn't be that way, she is going to go back to, and she did go back to the people and the situations and the circumstances that she used to because in the back of her mind is, well, I expect this from them. I don't expect this from people in the church. So if people in the church treats you this way, how is it that – I, think. I guess what I'm trying to what I'm trying to say is how do we as as the Christians and save people in the church, and you know yes we all got temptations and yes we all have our different vices and yes we are all human and everybody that you encounter in church ain't gonna be this smiley giddy supportive loving individual, but we gotta find a way, and I'm saying we as because I'm talking about church body church as a whole Christians mm-hmm. as a whole. We got to find a way to stop pushing people out of the church because that's what we're doing. Let me tell you, you something. What? I think people, let me tell you something. And this is this, this, this Tina talking. I think people need to go to church for the reason that you're supposed to go to church, and that's the presence of God. When no, I walked in right. that church, I, I, it, it 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 don't matter to me if if I'm really after God and I'm after I'm after God I'm after righteousness I'm out I'm about Him making me new I don't care what that usher look like I don't care what that lady doing on the next side I don't care I I'm not worried about when when I get up there I am before Him. And I'm I'm not confessing, you know, like, we even talked about, you know, what, what you should say, what you shouldn't say, like, you know, when we talked about confess to your senior leader and things like that. Like, yeah, things happen, but at the end of the day, I didn't come here for you. I don't care what, eventually you're going, you're going to do your, you know, the people are people. You gonna do your research anyway and try to figure out what where I come from, what's going on. Do you know somebody that know somebody, somebody might know my grandma, whatever. Somebody gonna know what's going on with me or you're gonna do your research anyway. But I didn't come here for you. I came here for the presence of God. I came here to be in the presence of God I came here for God And when you know we talking about you know We got to find a way to stop pushing people out of church People got to find a way to stop making The excuse to leave the church People got people to gotta, you know People got to be Strong in the Lord And understand that Everybody Everybody in here got, got you know Just how we got a gift everybody in here got a flaw Somebody might talk too much Somebody might like you say, the Usher mean, move you this way, that way. You know what? I'm not even worried about you because I already know that when you doing all of that, that's the spirit of bondage, that's the spirit of lies. That's a, you know, those are strong men and strongholds, and you got to understand at the same time, the enemy is using are using those people to keep you out of the presence of God. So stop at the end of the day a little bit, receive the strategies for temptation, and stop receive the strategies that we're trying to give, and stop making excuses. God, God is requiring you to talk to Him, know His word, and that's what's going to help you. Because sometimes people are not going to be around to pray you through. Sometimes you're gonna to have to get on your knees. You going, you know, yeah, like you there, there. you gonna, you got, you gonna have to have that conversation. Because nine times out of ten, when, 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 when my temptation, my my issue that I've been struggling with, when it catch up with me. None of them church people that you're talking about, none of them are there. I found myself in this particular situation. I might have had to get away and fight for my life. And when I finally got free and I got somewhere where I was safe, I fell down on my knees. I lifted my hands, and I looked up, and I started talking to him. And at the time, I started talking to him because even the word tell you that he will find you. He will find you and locate you. And when he found me and located me and he sent the spirit to me and he talked to me, that's what prompted me to get up and go to church, or I just ran in out of my situation. I didn't care what nobody thought, what nobody was thinking. I was, I wanted to be in the presence of God. So people got to stop making excuses. That's what pushed me back. The people, you didn't come for the right reasons. I used to make that same excuse like, it seems like don't nobody like me or I don't get a chance to do this, I don't get a chance to do that. Girl, you're at church for the wrong reasons. You're there for me. You're there to learn. You're there to be in my presence. Let me. I'm in control. I have this. Let me do it. Because if you keep, you gonna, you going to find yourself jumping from church to church, denomination to denomination, and at the end of the day, the problem kind of might reside in you. Because of the things that you're going through, because of the rejection that you already walked in with, just just let me let me deal with it. Let me deal with it, and let me deal with you. Come come to me, who are weary and heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Like go to actually go to church for the right reason, and don't worry about the people. I I
1: agree with you,
0: but we know that's not always the case. But I, I definitely no. I mean I no, no 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 it's, no, it's not. Yeah, but it's like no, that no, that's not no. It's not always the case. But sometimes we we again we we talking about temptation here. Not why we push people out to church. We giving people we that's giving true. people strategy. You know what I'm saying? We giving people strategies to fight temptation, and we letting them know like again that that that's
1: temptation right
0: there. That's temptation right, that's, right that's, there to leave. You know what I'm saying? That's my point. <laughs> that's t- <laughs> that temptation <laughs> right there. Amen. That's temptation right there to run. Something you know, you don't even know that you know, you don't even know that the reason why them things is coming up against you like that, that's like because that's how powerful you are. It wants to keep you out because you might be you mm-hmm. might be the very person that could come in and speak to that thing that you that speak to that thing that's going on in here, that familiarity, that Jezebel spirit, that witchcraft. You might be the one to be able to come in and recognize it. So all them things gonna come against you to try to get you up out of there. And if you give in to temptation and run away, you're not you missing, the, you know, and I'm talking to that individual. Like, if you keep running away, you miss you missing your whole purpose, and your purpose what is you to be in my presence. What you did you was know, your purpose is to be in the presence of God. You you brought home my point I made earlier about different forms of temptation, because people think temptation is 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 A B C D when it's A to Z really. And there are some, and that's why I brought up the, the temptation of and being mm-hmm. You brought the so basically, I mean, I, I went the back door with it, but you brought it, you brought it out, or whatever. There's that's a form of temptation. <laughs> the temptation of I'm walking out this door. Why? Because she me mugged me, or she rolled her eyes, or she didn't talk to me right, or she told my business. So, so it's all about again the state that you're in when you're being tempted, you're broken, you're vulnerable, mm-hmm. you're you're discouraged, um, and the enemy's like, wait a minute, she going to took up about the church, hold on, let me use sister so-and-so to, to to discourage her so she can go on back out. out and, the he door. So, he, and he is. And he does. he's going to do it. He's going to do it every time. Every time. And, it, and I just want people to understand that temptation is not black and white. Temptation Mm -hmm. is is a multitude of colors and a multitude of things and a multitude of situations and circumstances to us. And the most inopportune times, and they sometimes come to us, when you think you got it all together, when you think, hey, Mm -hmm. everything in your life is peaches and cream, and and my husband is good, my wife is good, the kids is good, my church life, my spiritual life, my prayer life, my job. Everything is what you might consider A-OK. There's always a missing link. There's always a broken piece. There's always something that we fight or battle with, and the and the devil's going to be like, hold on, I got, I got a little hole. I'm about to use it. Oh, she tired today. No. She didn't read her word. Let me start stop. Man, the, oh, she tired today. No, I was, she didn't I, was to say, I was just about to say, I was just about to say, the first thing he do is find a way into your mind. Yep. He 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 find a way into your he find a way into your mind. He does. Right. I mean, I, he do it because I'm telling you, even even in like we telling people prayer and read the word. What do most people do when they open their Bible and start reading? Tell me. They read a couple of scriptures and they close the door, and then their mind get to the wandering. They go to sleep. <laughs> Sometimes. You it, but so, the majority you know of the people like like you like That's you true. said, you read a couple of scriptures, then you close and you and you go to, you get distracted doing something else. The first yep. thing that he do when you open when you open that Bible when you start reading, the thing, you he's sleep. like. Ooh. Yeah, like that's a lot right. of words right there. He getting yo, he getting yo mad. Like, ooh, I didn't know, I didn't know, um, psalms. I didn't know, uh, the hundred, a hundred fifty nine psalms this long. Ooh, jeez, I, I thought it was just gonna be like short, like psalms one hundred. I didn't know it was like <laughs> yeah. a whole bunch of verses. He makes, he makes you tired. As soon as you start and as soon as you get get on your knees to start praying, he tempts your mind to wander. He tempts your mind to wander because, like, the first thing you can do before you meditate and before you can really get into a, a meditative state or a state to really pray and flow is that you have to quiet the mind. Try to so he tempts you to start uh, worry. He'll tempt you to worry about things. Or once you get in a certain place, he he'll, he'll throw something at you like. Your kids, Yep Something you ain't feel happy. mad at. No, like you, 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 like you ain't feel mad at no your husband about this or that. And if you and, and if you not strong, you be like, yeah. And you might even come out of prayer or come out of meditation. You will come out of it just to make that phone call. Like you know, you kind of did make me mad when you did this, 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 this. That's his job. He wants to keep you out of the presence of God. You know what? Because we know you that when that because <laughs> that's that's funny you said that. Because let me t- I understand there's protocol in, in church. One of my biggest pet peeves, and I know I can't do nothing about it, it is what it is, is when they playing music while they pre- while they praying. And sometimes the music is louder than the pastor so you don't even under hear. You said why? While they're praying it's a distraction for me. When the when the organ is playing or the musicians are playing why they're praying, is a distraction. It's a distraction because then they get loud with the music. they be like, okay, wait, I can't even clear my mind and really meditate on what the pastor is saying or really meditate on what it is that I'm trying to talk to God about because this music is in my ear, and it ain't a mellow tone. It's Now y'all done got loud right, okay. with the music, and, and, and I'm just like, okay. A soft tone, I get it. But aloud, and you know, you got the drums going, and now the organ doesn't hit a key. That that it to me, it's a distraction. And, it's, and so you're right. He finds ways to to get your mind going, and, and so that you can't be be still. Because when I pray, I I pray in silence. I pray in silence. I talk out loud. I talk to God. Mm-hmm. There's nothing going on around me. Now I can pray sometime at work. Them quick prayers okay, Lord, you know, I need you to do ABC, that's it. But when I'm, like, truly, truly, truly trying to have a conversation with God and really trying to get in tune to the spirit and my discernment and things of that nature, I can't stand the music. It drives me nuts. It, and, and I think I it's, it's a distraction. It's a distraction <laughs> for me because it's like, okay, now my mind, don't wonder and I ain't even playing no more. Now I'm just sitting there looking at the pastor and I'm listening to this music in my ear. And I'm just like, okay, right, I'm gonna have to try this later on. And now I count the attitude because I was really into prayer and I was really into, um, you know, talking and right. doing. You got the the calls and stuff, and now he then threw me off. And now I'm mad because, but that's a temptation. <laughs> it's like, okay, you messed up, nah, I got to deal with. Okay, Lord, bring me back, bring me back. Let me get back into the service. Let me get back, you know, get my mind clear, get my okay, mind he, he, right. Like he tempted he tempted you to get angry and all upset. He attempt, he tempted you to get agitated. Yes, quick. When you right. should have oh been when you should have been praying. I, I praying and meditating. I supposed to be praying and meditating and and, and really you know <laughs> and getting in tune. And I got this music in and now they getting light. and I really sometimes suddenly want to turn around. I be like, dude, shut up. Just just stop. <laughs> I can't hear. But you so know, I- but you know, one is, and, and I'm gonna tell you a strategy. Um, one of my 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 god sister, a strategy my god sister taught me, and, and and even Jesus modeled it, where they say he got up early, before the sun, and mm-hmm. went and prayed. Mm-hmm. He,
1: he spent pray. more
0: hours in prayer, and then all when he went to the people, while he was just touching, uh. Woman, woman, that I lose, uh, your sins are forgiven. Go and sin no more. Like he just spent many, he spent hours with God, but minutes before men. And one of the things that my God sister taught me was to do my, do my prayer and worship, um, at home. Like get it, get mm-hmm. it at home and, and get yep. get before God and allow and allow God to speak to me, because like when we all get together, like He is. When we all get together, he is in the midst. You know his word says that. Right. But just right. like he's in the just like he's in the midst, you know, depending on the hearts of the people, the enemy could creep in. You know, the enemy could creep in and and, and cause disruption and cause distraction. But that same distraction, like what you're talking about, And if I had not taken that time, if I don't have everything that we talked about earlier, like and we don't have that prayer life, if we don't have a prayer and worship life and, and, and just a, a a life consecrated to him and we set aside time for him, like we can really miss a lot of what we need and we we are tempted to be angry and talk say all these things about the church is broken, the church is this, the church is that, the church, the church, the church. You know, some of this we can't keep blaming what? the church. Some of our some of our temptation is because of decisions, the decisions that we make because we don't spend time before the Lord, because we don't, you know, we don't know God's ways. We don't take time to spend time with him and find out what his plan for us for today is because he has an agenda for us. Like, even when we get down to pray, like, a lot of times we go to him and tell him what we want and we don't ever say, okay, God, you know, Lord, I just thank you. I just thank you for this. I just thank you for that. Is there anything that you want me, right? Is it anything that you want me to do today? And allow mm-hmm. him to minister to us. So, I'm. I'm a, I, I was just throwing a strategy out there for you. So, I know that you have a prayer life. I know that you are a strong woman of God. I know that you have a prayer life. I know you read the word. I know you know the word. And, and I know. Uh, I know minister Dave. I know y'all. I bless God for y'all. I thank God for you all. But I, I I just wanna throw that strategy out. <laughs> you so that way with the when the prayer time comes, I want you to have already like really meditated before you Because <laughs> I you know to that at church. I can to at at church soaking and nothing like that. i bounce back real quick. I was I was just kinda just giving an example when you was talking about how you could be if your mind ain't clear there's distractions that just again yeah, go along with temptations and things of that nature. Where he's Look, like, oh, okay, I, I know she don't like music. So let me let them play a little louder, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, yes, but he, you know, but you know I, what? Yeah, but you know what? Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Because I'm not gonna lie, I I had to walk out of service one Sunday because there was some stuff going on that it was just like. I really take I really take God serious. I really look at I really look at the time that we take to go to church. That is sac- right. that is sacred time, and, and you're supposed to take it serious. And just like that music will agitate you, just like that music ag- agitates you. Playing with him agitates me. Like playing with him, play you know, making a mockery of oh, the right. service. Good making man. you know, Amen. making a mockery of the service and and like you know, you putting on. I I don't I don't don't put on no show. Don't put no put on no act. Be sincere. Show God reverence and respect. And when I feel if I get the unction that is like that, like i'm tempted to i'm tempted to get angry and 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 just like get out of my body but i I cannot do that you know you you know you can't do that you have to you know you have to be in order just as well and just like you said that music tempts you I get tempted too and i've even i've I've had to step away and go and regroup pray you know I've had to go step away and get myself together and cover myself and get myself back grounded because he wanted to throw you off you know. Satan wants to throw you off. He don't want he don't want you getting what you're supposed to have. He he wants you know, he like you said, the people that walk in and they see all this they, they just walk right. He wants you to walk right, walk right back into your troubles. He wants you to walk right back into your mess. He wants you to wallow in it. And you better than that. Yes. We are. Well this this has definitely been a great com another great conversation. another um well, I wish we would have had some callers that would have chimed in and gave they input or their suggestions or, you know, examples of what they might do um uh, when they um fight confession, but that's okay. Um we understand. We appreciate those that tuned in anyhow. I, I again would just encourage all um uh, to know thyself, pray, read the word. Um, Start somewhere and then connect yourself with an individual that can help with your growth in Christ and growth in the word and growth in prayer because those are really, truly your only two defenses to temptation. It's prayer life and knowing the word, throwing the word on it, praying and talking to God and being specific about um, what it is that you're praying about and, 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 you know, being bold. Uh, We've talked about that before, just being bold in the the Lord and, and not, accepting any old thing, doing any old thing, um, living any old way, you know, because we are God's children. Um, and we have to uh, remember that none of us are perfect. None of us are perfect, and we all um, are, are gems in his eyes, and all he wants us to do is to love as he loves and, and thrive as he thrives. So uh, I encourage you all to pray, 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 pray. Read your words. Stay encouraged. You guys have a good night.
2: With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky
0: just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry.